Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast proudly supports the work of CRY. What does CRY stand for? I'll let its chief exec, Dr. Stephen Cox, explain. Well, CRY, Cardiac Risk in the Young, is a charity which was established in 1995 to support families after there had been a tragedy of a young sudden cardiac death, but also to prevent tragedies occurring in the future. Every week in the UK, 12 fit and healthy young people die suddenly because of an undiagnosed heart condition. The vast majority of these deaths will occur during rest or at sleep. Um, some of the conditions will cause a cardiac arrest during exercise. But as I've said, many of these deaths will occur at rest, at home or even during sleep. To prevent these deaths, young people need to be screened. It's free. Just go to the CRY website, testmyheart.org.uk. How do you feel if I started recording during labour and through the process? I'd kill you. Seriously? Yes! Just, we've got to document this moment. Yeah, we're not docu- We're not doc- Flea, you start waving this thing in my face, I'm going to punch you one, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> so, it's up to you. Do you want to be punched? Do you want to be mutilated for the sake of your art? <laughs> my are willing, art? Are you willing to sacrifice yourself? In that way? So you need to think about it very carefully. It's more about what if I st- had it in a very strategic position? No, because I know, I can tell when you're recording because you start asking me stupid questions. I'm not going to, I'm just going to have it rolling, that's it. If I found out, I would absolutely murk you. They would I think that's the right phase. I'm, I'm sure gonna, I've heard... You're not going to do it. Why? I'm going to be like a woman possessed. I'm going to search through your man bag, your pockets, everything. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to do it. You're not doing it. Why? You're not recording me giving birth. Not video. Not audio either. Yeah, audio. Do, are you trying to get me to get... Re- this is the most angry you've made me this pregnancy. <laughs> do you want me to stab you with my ballpoint pen? <laughs> right now.
another one. Yeah. Four yeah, there are about four between uh, four and a half minutes, and they keep they last Hi, for about. Hi, I'm Manish, and that you can hear is me counting contractions with my wife Felpa. After nine months, eleven days, and about twenty-three hours, what we've been expecting is finally here. Medium. Yeah. One minute ten. Every that was four fifty-seven. Shall I ring the hospital? Or wait for... Shall we just wait? It's around 11pm on a Thursday evening. We've just got home from dinner at my brother's house. And it was over dinner and in between me playing with my three-year-old niece that my wife began to feel a pain. A pain not quite like the many, many Braxton Hicks contractions she'd been having. I can't do that one. After a few hours of these pains, we decide to ring the hospital. The hospital's advice was to take some painkillers and have a bath. If after two hours the pain continued, we should ring them again. I thought this was another false alarm, so I get the bags ready just in case. But then whilst Philpa's in the bath, I sit down to watch a documentary about wrestling. Of course I did. The Dark Side, Beyond the Wrestling Ring. A shocking murder The minutes suicide. ticked on. The contractions got a little more frequent and a little more painful. And then my wife discovers some bleeding. Yep, bleeding down there. My laid-back attitude turns to concern. We make another call to the hospital. If you wish to speak to the birth centre, press 1. For labour ward, including inductions of labour... The nurses on duty ask us some routine questions, and then we get the go-ahead to come in. Ready? It's now just gone midnight. The roads are empty, it's pitch black outside, but a building we're approaching is almost glowing in the distance. We get out of the car and walk into the hospital. It's a complete contrast inside. The almost blindingly bright fluorescent lights take no notice of what time of day it is. It feels a bit like an airport, like life on these clinical white corridors go on whatever the clock says. Signs overhead with blue arrows point you into the right direction. It's all quite sterile, clean, functional, but something feels different. Anyway, we get taken into a room. It surprises us how nice it is. Pale yellow walls, a couple of comfortable chairs, and a huge painting of a field with red flowers adorns the wall. But the centerpiece, a large hospital bed. After enduring a few more contractions here, and helping ourselves to a slice of toast or two, we unfortunately have to move to another room. You see, my wife was initially considered low risk, but what they discovered was that her waters had actually broken or at least leaked 48 hours earlier. She's now considered high risk. It's now around 3 a.m. We've moved into another room. This one isn't so nice. The walls, although a similar yellowish hue, look tired. 
The furniture has seen a thousand others use them and there's no decorative artwork here. I also find it really cold and wearing two t-shirts under a dark grey hoodie. But probably the worst part of being in this room is the incredibly annoying gas tank in the corner. For some strange reason it decides to go off every 10 minutes and it sounds like this. It's now something like 8am. What I forgot to mention was that since coming into hospital, Philippa has been hooked up to a heart monitor. She has a strap going across the underside of her belly, which also gauges the baby's heartbeat too. And there, on the machine just beside her, is a screen. On the right, in big green digits, is Philippa's heart rate, which seems to go up and down each time a contraction comes and goes. On the left side, in larger orange digits, is the baby's heart rate. I don't think we've ever been so fixated on two sets of numbers in our whole life before. My wife's contractions are getting stronger. She's now on gas and air. It's time for another check downstairs. The doctors come in, do their thing, and they tell us she's gone from being one centimeter dilated to three centimeters. Good news to some extent, but not nearly close to progressing as they'd like. Things are going slowly, so they decide to induce her. What this means is that they'll now pump a hormone into Philpa's body to artificially create stronger contractions to help kick things along. We're two hours into the induction. Philpa is sat down on a chair. She's forcing her eyes shut just to concentrate on fighting the pain. She clutches the gas mask to her face with her right hand. A clear thin pipe shoots from a vein in her left and hangs loosely on a tall drip beside her. There are so many long dangly pipes everywhere, they look like tentacles. Still really high. <sighs> the oxytocin being pumped into Philpa's body has turned the volume of the contractions even higher. Unbearable, in fact. As one passes, another storms its way back through her body, like relentless waves of pain after pain after pain. The green numbers on that machine showing her heart rate races up as fast as the speed dial on a sports car. 80, 90, 95, 100, 120, 135, and then down. 130, 115, 90, 80, and up again. The orange numbers show... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. 
And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The baby's heart rate also shoots up every contraction. I try not to look out of fear. Is it safe for the baby's heartbeat to go up that high? Is it in distress? Can a baby actually have a heart attack? It's 12 midday. Philpa is out of her chair. She's having to stand and lean over the bed to get any sort of a relief. I'm standing behind her, rubbing her shoulders, her back, anything I can do. The midwife advises her only to use the gas when the contractions come, but Philpa has it permanently fixed to her face. She can't do much more of this. She started yelping. That turns into tired grunting, which then becomes exhausted yelling. But now we're at the stage of an almost defeated growl. Her body, and maybe more crucially, her mind, was giving up, it seemed. She couldn't go on like this. We must be close, surely. Another check downstairs, and we hold our breath. The young midwife gives it to us straight. She's still three centimetres dilated. Every hour under induction should have got her a centimetre further. We should be at around six or seven centimetres. We're still at three. If she was close to defeat before, this sent her over the edge. She was done. The tears begin to stream down her face. Any hint of hope disappeared from her cheeks. I faintly remember the nurse saying that it was important for her not to give in. I remember thinking I had to step in and try to be the morale builder, but even I was out. Out of words, out of motivation, out of comfort, out of everything. I didn't know what to tell her. How could she muster any more? For me, it was like seeing a loved one being tortured and you couldn't do anything about it. It was like running a marathon, thinking you've got to the finishing line and then being told you just run a couple of miles. I was sure she couldn't handle any more. I was looking for the next solution, a caesarean. Let's just cut it out of her. But I skipped one stage. She could still have an epidural. She's offered it and there's no second thought. Still in desperate pain, she manages to sign the papers. And in what seems a matter of minutes, the room was full of people. A doctor, and a couple more nurses. Lactic injections for a few days to avoid that 
there is the risk of wood infection. The epidural has an almost magic effect. Philpa eases back into her bed. She's able to lay down again. She's able to breathe, albeit slowly, still with gas and air. As the hours pass, her body, which felt like it had been slipping away from her, slowly feels like it's back in her control again. But still, she wasn't dilated enough. As the clock hand spins around and around, there just isn't any progress. That quick fix that I had eagerly jumped to earlier, well, it was now time. A C-section. I think you, you, you tried. You tried a lot and it's a long time. But yes. I think that's the only option now. Yeah. You cry if you want it. I'm just, just scared of going into the theatre. No. It's just think you can have a little bundle in a bit. What you waited nine months for, you going to do for that? By this point, mine and Philpa's mums have come to the hospital. Thankfully, Philpa's mum is allowed in. And then we all just sit and wait in our makeshift home, this tiny box room, until an operating theatre becomes available. And this is where we faced more drama. Just when we thought it was our turn, another soon-to-be mum across the corridor is rushed in for an emergency C-section. Apparently, hers was a pool birth that didn't go quite right. So we wait again quite common, around 1 in 10. But we... And just as it was our turn again, another more urgent case took our spot. The wait continued. Thankfully though, the epidural has calmed everything down. The wait, although an anxious one, was a lot more bearable. And then, third time being the charm, it was our turn. They wheel Philpa out to theatre and her mum follows behind. I'm asked to wait in the room and given those greenish scrubs that the doctors wear. It was strange because this wait actually felt like forever. It was so long, in fact, that I thought maybe I was meant to have followed her out of the room too. Was I meant to just stay here on my own? Am I missing the birth of my baby right now? Is anyone coming to get me? And then just as the panic gets the better of me, someone does come and collect me. As I enter the operating theatre, it reminds me of some sort of laboratory with Philpa being the test case sat in the middle. She's lying there on the bed, a curtain covering her from around the chest down, and there are people in almost every corner of the room. The midwife gives me a stool to sit next to her, and then there's some movement behind the curtain. I wasn't sure what to expect or when to expect anything. How long does it take? Can she really not feel anything? And then her body was almost being tugged behind the curtain, a little aggressively if you ask me. Then there's a bit more movement and a bit more tugging, and before I could prepare myself, the room falls silent. And then... Philpa can't see over the curtain, so I'm just narrating what's happening, but I really don't know what's going on. The midwife explains from across the room that the baby is healthy. Then Philpa asks, what is it? A girl, they say.
neither of us can keep the smiles off our faces. Philpa begins to cry again. They then bring the towel-covered little baby girl towards us. They first show the new mummy, and then just place her in my hands. She looks straight at me. Wow, it's my daughter. Oh yeah, I realised why this day felt even stranger than what it was. All the small things that I noticed but forgot to mention. The doctor's glittery clipboard, the nurse's strange hairstyle, and a plate full of snacks at reception. Well, it wasn't glitter, it was tinsel. It wasn't a hairstyle, it was a reindeer headband. And the snacks, they were mince pies. Yes, my daughter, 12 days overdue, arrived on Christmas Day. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.